Have you ever been on a Microsoft Teams meeting for your job and all of a sudden a coworker is naked? And that happened to me. You're listening to Warren Beer and the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Big Mike. It's Big Mike. It's Friday night. It's Warren Beer and Cheap Seats. And it's going to be hard to follow that one. <laughs> Naked coworker on a Zoom call. But I'm going to try because I am your old buddy Big Mike coming at you. Another great show. I know you've missed this all week, but here we are. We're going to talk a little bit about the NASCAR All-Star Race. Casey clued me in. Ford has a new feature coming out. We're, we're all car guys here, so it'll be interesting to hear about that. Uh, Casey has a sweet tooth. I would have never have guessed. Of course, we have the Rock and Roll Retrospective. And uh, take it away, Casey. I do have a sweet tooth. And well, I, I was saying that facetiously, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm well, it's still... remember, I trick or treated with you for many, many, many years. <laughs> Listen, I know the insides. I come from the land of chocolate, but I'm trying to think how sweet Melissa buried the lead between all the conversations we have. She don't mention that someone was naked on no, I, she's proud of herself. I, I think right now. sweet I Melissa, so your hands up. Listen, I I want to, we need to start with that. That yeah. that's that's like phenomenal. Yeah. We're having the pre-show. Listen, everybody. <laughs> breaking, breaking, breaking news, Break. breaking news. That was yesterday, guys. I kept my mouth zipped for over twenty-four hours. Wow, ladies and gentlemen. I hit it. Yeah. So we're having our pre-show meeting, <laughs> and we're talking about well, we can talk about this, talk about that. Melissa never mentions a naked <laughs> Zoom call. It was only time for until something like that happened. You guys, there were like over two hundred people on this thing. No. Yes. Okay. Well, well, let's set the scene. You got to set the scene. <laughs> well, let's. Hopefully, they're getting their resume ready. That's what my my what do I call I call him my assistant. That's not his title, but for lack of better terms, he said if I was that person, I would be like. Filling in my two weeks notice and getting that sent off. So did this person do like a strip tease? No. I'm fairly certain they had no idea their camera was on. See, ah, man. That's ah. something. Listen, that you really have to, in this day and age, Zoom and all this bullshit, you got to really make sure that you power down whatever you got up before you get naked. Like, like were they in their skivvies or like? No skivvies on. No skivvies. Like, I feel like they just came out of the shower. What? Yeah. And it was so Was it before sad. the call started or oh, during the right call? right down in the middle. Oh, right so they're down. like, okay, I'm on this call. I'm going to go take a shower because <laughs> I don't want to listen to what BS has to be discussed. Take a shower. Thought I, I turned my camera off. that's part, actually. Like, which part of the meeting were you tuning out and why? Like that was to me the fun part. Like, wow, definitely whoever, unidentified person. <laughs> this is your buddy, Big Mike coming at you. Get that resume warmed up. Better have it updated this weekend. You got a three day weekend. Plenty of time. The faster, the better. Nobody can talk. <laughs> Man or woman? Woman. Oh boy. Mm. Were there boobies? Oh, boobies. Were they nice boobies? You know, I was thinking about this 
important. Oh, she had some mom boobs. That's what she was saying. Like old sagaroonies. Oh, man. Knee knockers. Nothing like a good old fashioned set of mom boobs. I don't know if I call them mom boobs. I think it would be like the, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. All right. So, so she's pretty nasty looking. <laughs> She had a third nipple somewhere, (laughs) or maybe a hairy nipple. Lucky for her, it wasn't that long of a oopsie. How how did that? Okay, said person, naked lady. (laughs) When did she realize? Oh shit! I'm the whole two hundred feet, one hundred ninety nine people are looking at me in my birthday suit. I think it was a full like two or three seconds. All right. Probably I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say minutes. So. No, no, it was no, but it was it was long enough to where I like turned my head. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't turn my head. <laughs> I would have. I kept staring at that train wreck. I've been screenshotting that shit. Well, no, like, it was too that would have been. Hey, everybody, remember this? <laughs> I think it was Christmas just- card time. Merry Christmas. It was just long enough to go. Wait a minute. Am I seeing things? Like that just was there, right? I didn't know till today, actually, that I was not the only person concerned for this person. How did did the conversation go with the other people? Were they like, hey, did you see, we'll just call her Margaret. Did you see Mark? Do you know who, did you know the person in the, in the call? I don't, okay. That's what I said today too. I said, I didn't even see their name because I was. So it's not somebody you directly work with. I don't even know because, you know, names are at the bottom of the pictures and boobies. Did you identify? I was going to say, could you identify the breastuses? No. Ah! No. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea who it was. Excuse me. Can you lift, could you lift your shirt up? I want to see if you were the, (laughs) if you were the one on the Zoom call. Or you just put it on the team chat related to that meeting. Hey. Oh my God. Did you see those boobies? That would have been something. That's embarrassing. Mistake. I know. That's embarrassing. But so normally they record the calls. Was this call not recorded? It was not. Oh, that person's so lucky. I couldn't believe it. However, I bet you somebody did screenshot this. Well, this is preserved (laughs) for all of eternity now somewhere. Yep. At least for the spank bank. (laughs) Golly. It was crazy, but I guess so like yesterday when it happened during this meeting, I messaged my assistant person and was like, oh my God, somebody was naked. And your assistant person said? About a minute later, he said, oh my God, I just left the meeting for a minute. So was he disappointed? know but today i found out that he had several other i didn't find out till today he had several other messages he's like I can't, this is the best part i came back to my computer and all i saw on my screen was naked 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 <laughs> <laughs> and he said he was like wait i have clothes on what's going on like i'm fully clothed <laughs> all right let me ask you a question because in my career field doing what i do <laughs> we do not have zoom calls mm-hmm. We do not really participate in that because of the nature of our business. Was it like Brady Bunch style where it's a bunch of squares? Like there were there 200 squares up there? How many? All right. Are you ready for the best part? I'm, I'm always ready for the best part. 
So at least the way my team's meetings are set up, I think that's the default, is that the speaker shows on the screen. So they're like Alice on the Brady Bunch in the yes. center. Yes. But they only show when they're speaking. Oh, so you don't have it where... Here's no, a story. Not, not necessarily. You probably can, but the, I... At least I've done some that. training that way. Yeah, I have. I'm sure. Did you it's an did the Brady option. Bunch theme? No, there would have a couple people maybe along the bottom, but it's like Sweet Melissa says, like whoever's talking, um, they, their picture, their screen, their feed shows up. Yes, but then other people could show up if they're making noise and talking. In, so in guess a, I wonder what? if you fart. Would you show well, up? Well, if the mic picks it up, then maybe yeah. my farts it would. In. Yeah, and and it'll oh. let you know. It'll it'll notify people who's talking. Oh my! The sounds coming from. So Good when golly. we saw Naked Girl, I do remember seeing her microphone was not muted. I didn't hear anything. Oh no! But clearly there was a sound because mm. that's how she just You'll popped up. Queef. <laughs> oh my god! Knows what that means. Oh my. Yeah. That's crazy. Like she popped up full naked. Full birthday suit style. And no like shocked eyeballs. Like I my face, because she clearly had to have seen it for them to make it go away, I think. Can you do that? Can you like We well, can quit turn the camera off? Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm asking. So you can shut the camera off. Maybe she would have been wise to shut that off when she went to take the shower. Because hey, there's two things going on here. Number one, she wasn't paying attention to the meeting. Number two, she gave a free nudie show to everybody. She got a charge for that. Isn't that what OnlyFans and all that yeah, shit? Yeah, good for? thing she wasn't taking the old clan to Pound Town. I know, ah! right? She, she's missing out on dollars. Holy yep. crap! Holy. Wow. Oh my God. That my week, face. my week pales in comparison. <laughs> nothing, nothing that epic happened to me. Not even close. You know, Casey, I was thinking the same thing. What if she was yeah. getting it all lathered up, you know, and you're like, oh, wah, wah. Yeah. Melissa did not. Hello. Hi, Big Ed. She's like, all this talk about uh, uh, health savings accounts and 401ks. Really, really getting me worked up. Company 401ks and matching, you know. Uh, oh, 8% oh. dollar for dollar. Oh, health savings account. PPO over HMO. <laughs> I think actually whatever was being discussed was much more boring. Oh. <laughs> There you have it. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, yeah. Could not good, believe. Good job, sweet Melissa. And that was the first thing I did this morning was make sure that that call was not recorded and posted. Like the video part. Good that, job. It was crazy. Well, I, I, think, <laughs> I think that takes the cake. Where do you go from here? Well... Thanks, everybody. <laughs> well, have a great night. Uh, All right, look, um, maybe we lead into the the sweet tooth. Maybe, yeah, let's go to the sweet tooth from <laughs> from free booby shots to the sweet tooth. Hey, chocolate. She has tassels. Nice. Wow, tassels. Yeah, like like what oh, do they yeah. call those? Uh, uh, pasties. Pasties. Yeah, spin them bad boys around. That'd be awesome. Woo! Yeah. 
Yeah, she played Chinook with those babies. Oh, boy. <laughs> nice. Maybe it should have been recorded. Someone in aviation will get that joke. Yeah. Uh, Shit hook, okay, for you uh, Air Force guys. So, you know, I rarely have desserts, but we, you know, we ordered some food in here to Studio C and uh, they, they hooked us up. They gave us some free cookies. Mm, very right? good cookies. Um, and vodka too, but the cookies beat the vodka. Yeah, right now. The, the cookies were A1A. I mean... Um, Beach One Avenue. That's right. Now, if you're my DJ... Um, oh, anyways, I digress. <laughs> okay, Rob Van Winkle. The chocolate chip cookie in my opinion, is the undefeated cookie. That's king of the cookies, dude. <laughs> yeah, like like that's like the Iron Mike Tyson, like an oatmeal uh, cookie comes out there. He's like, I got a little raisin. I'm a cruiserweight. I've been undefeated. And that chocolate chip cookie will knock his ass out in Vegas in 91 seconds. It's it's undefeated. Man. Is there, yeah, is there I, another I have cookie? to agree that chocolate chip is boss. Yeah, it, uh, I'm with you. I mean, I I'm a snickerdoodle fan, but that'd be more like a welterweight, you know. <laughs> pound for pound, still pretty tough. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. The snickerdoodles. I'll tell you what. Probably the only thing that could go in the ring with a with a uh, chocolate chip would be a snickerdoodles. It's the properly. Roy Jones Jr. of uh, before his chin got weak, you know. Exactly. You know, with that much sugar in the recipe, how could you go wrong? Let's see, you're looking at it like six cups of sugar. You're like, wow, that's half the bag. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, is there any other cookie that even gets close to chocolate White chip? chocolate chip macadamia mm. nut. Chocolate no. chip still wins. No, I think they're... Tonight. Oreo. No, That's dude. You know what, Dilo's mom, Mrs. D, she used to bake, and she always had chocolate chip cookies. And I, I couldn't help but eat like three or four while I was at his house every day. She, she did make like she would be the heavyweight champ of co- chocolate chip cookies if there was a you know the title match. If, if there was a chocolate chip cookie, a, title as good match. as my grandpa's back when back in his baking heyday. Mm. Mm. That would be like the title match. Right. I can't think of another cookie I would put up against a chocolate chip cookie. A chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> yeah. That can be a thing, but what if it's, it's not, let's, let's say chocolate chip versus a different cookie. Like, I said like the, I butter. said the snickerdoodles was the welterweight. Usually yeah, they go in the ring with anybody. Um, I, I'm a big fan of snickerdoodles. I was just saying, with the amount of sugar in there, you're going to go pretty far into the rounds with that thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, my mom used to make like this shortbread cookie that's oh. got like a jelly in it. Oh, that's kind of nice. Oh, the thumbprint. I don't, I don't know what they're called. They but a shortbread's that, a decent right? cookie. I yeah, like yeah. a shortbread. Yeah. I, I think a very underrated cookie. I think so. A more traditional cookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big Ed, isn't that a thumbprint? I, I don't know. Oh, boo. It's, it's delicious with coffee. Yes. That's that, the perfect that, coffee cookie. That is a good coffee cookie right there. But those are just on another level. Like, 
feel that's like, like coffee- after the pumpkin pie and stuff on Thanksgiving, eat a couple of shortbreads with that second cup of coffee. Yep. Talk just, to shit. That's it. That's the second just, round, the wrap up. Yeah, I'm just fighting off that uh, you know, that coma. <laughs> that you know it's coming. Trust defend yeah. coma. Well, we're getting closer. So maybe a little caffeine and sugar will buy you time to get out the door. Wow, I'm I'm at a loss on cookies because really, like my go-to is a chocolate chip, peanut butter cookie. Peanut butter cookies good. Yeah. I like those. Yeah, but I would take a peanut butter over an oatmeal. Is peanut butter peanut butter See, cookies I, like a to Jerry Cooney? It's tough, but can't take a shot. Well, you're you're gonna need something to drink though with it. Yeah, that that one you can't go like. That's um, like whole milk. Oh yeah, yeah. To wash definitely. it down. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Now I am a fan of the uh, peanut butter cookie. They're cool. <laughs> See, that's what's nice about the Snickerdoodle. There's so much butter and sugar in it that you could, if you're like really lacking on the beverage, it's okay. It'll go down. That butter helps the sugar get around the curve. <laughs> that's how, that, that, could, that could be a song. Just a spoonful of butter makes the sugar go down. There you go. Yeah, something like that. There you have it. Yeah. Oh, 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 Zampin. <laughs> yep. Do you know yep. who doesn't do that commercial anymore? Is is Billy Carr? What's his name? The comedian. Well, he's, too, he's too thin. Yeah, he lost a yeah. ton of weight. Like, dude, what did you do? I don't know. Your product really works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he used to have to do the stunt double run around the cones for him on the aerial shot. You know, now he's there, probably doing his he own looks, stunt work. He's doing his own walking on scene now, you know? <laughs> it, it's wild looking what he looks like. Yeah. Wild looking. I, I mean, I think... A, complete, a, a completely different looking guy. Yeah. What's his name? Who is this? Billy Gardell. He he was in Mike and Molly, and he's oh, in Bob yeah, Hart's yeah. Abishola. That's right. He was on hey. uh, the Big Edge show. Uh yes, yeah, he guest starred on there. I think with 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 the same with the same cop partner from Mike and Molly, correct? Yes, yes. Hmm. You know, he went to Winter Park High School. No, I did not know that. Yes, you he did. You, you don't say. <laughs> hey, do you know what, Casey? I was, I, I was I had a lazy day today. I got some stuff done, but I didn't really leave the house. But anyway, I was watching some videos, uh, reels. And they had one of Jackie Gleason, his first, one and only time on the Johnny Carson show. And he's, you know, like he took like the whole show. He was the guest. And he just had so much to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack, Very Jack. entertaining. You know, I mean, he was back there. He was, ni- you know, 1951. Okay. Well, J- Jackie was uh, a guy that could command an audience, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. And for they sure. said that he was like that, like, you know, if you were out and about in New York and if you was in a restaurant, like everything was centered on Jackie. He was the center. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a... He, I, he smoked actually, like I a got, half a pack of smokes while he was on the, you know, being talked to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he smoked like four packs a day or something. Really? Yeah. He was a big drinker. He's, I'm surprised he lived as long as he did. The amount of smoking and drinking that guy did. Yes. That's like the that's the Mike Tyson, you know, body shots right there. Yeah. That'll kill you. <laughs> Smoke and drink at hard for 40 years like he did. 
But he was real entertaining, you know. He had like a ton of stories talking about vaudeville, and he was like, he'd go back, you know. My dad used to take me to vaudeville when I was a kid, so he, you know, pioneered TV. Yeah, he had a lot of integrity. He said, "Look, we we did thirty nine episodes of the Honeymooners, and he goes, we just didn't want to out, you know, outdo our welcome, you know." Yep. We wanted to go out on top because we just ran out of ideas and we decided that was it. Yeah, there's a lot. Actually, Reels is kind of cool. There's probably my favorite part of uh, old Facebook. And there's a couple. There, There's a guy that did this uh, Robert Plant video. Have you seen this one? Enlighten me. I'll let you know. And he's just handing someone a, a glass of Kool-Aid. <laughs> wow. That's, that's cool. <laughs> that's all. It's an animation someone put together. And the, and the <laughs> picture has he's Kool-Aid man's face on it. He's got the, he's got the Kool-Aid picture. <laughs> I watched that for like 10 minutes straight one morning, and I just couldn't stop laughing. This like, episode is brought to you by diabetes. Yes. Yeah, we have covered some sugary... <laughs> treats early on in this show i I heard a little bit i wanted to share this week we had another new hiring round Mm. at the cedo and lunch was catered and every morning there was duck donuts and then one guy brought in these uh cupcakes that were cheesecake cupcakes one was like a a Mm. cookies and cream i'm like you know i'm gonna eat like three of those right (laughs) were they little they were, you know, a nice. They weren't abundantly large, but they weren't they weren't tiny. They weren't bite size. Same with the boobies we started the show with. Not I, I, you know, but I'm back on my program, so no. I've had a rough two days with no sugar, really rough. Uh, <laughs> that withdrawal is is brutal. You don't realize how much food has sugar in it. Everything's got sugar in it. Oh yeah, the yeah, cookies we ate had I... sugar in them. Oh yeah, yes, it, did. yes. That's sugar why I is. Now. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll get you going. Sugar, Sugar's the devil, and we keep on sinning. Yep, and how? But there's worse devils. Oh yeah, of course. Sure. Pick your poison. I'm trying to make right. myself feel better here. Whatever it takes. Right? I feel good about myself. I'm a winner. Of course you are. Me. I look in the mirror and I say, hi, champ. How are you today? Hi, Cookie. I mean, champ. Are you going to slay the dragon or chase the dragon? Or eat the cookie. Did you guys watch uh, NASCAR over the weekend? The yes. All-Star? Of course. Course. I did. All star. I, th- I think it was the first time we all texted throughout a race this year. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was good. It was good to see uh, North Wilkesboro. Wilkesboro was back from the dead. Those and cars were great. They were great. Hey, hats off to Kyle Larson, who never raced there. Just absolutely just a- put an ass whooping on I mean, everybody. Do you, do you know what? I, I watched Dale Jr.'s downloads. I got caught up. I've missed a bunch. So I watched they had Tony Stewart on just recently. Yes. You saw that? 
Um, I listened to it. Okay, so you heard what he said about Kyle Larson, right? Yes. He said you could take Kyle Larson and put him in any car. Well, did you see Kyle Larson will be running the Indy 500 next year? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yep. So they did have an announcement last week. I did not that, hear that. But well, Tony that Sto- year before he got suspended, he'd like won like the Chili Bowl and some other race. And, he he's know. constantly winning. He's in sprint cars all the time. Yeah. He so, Casey yeah, they, he races like as uh, as much as Kenny Schrader used to back in the day. Yeah, he's racing like not only Cup car, but he's racing like three nights a week. Well, Big Ed, he's, much, he's cut from much much of the same cloth as guys of uh, a bygone era, like a Mario Andretti, yeah, or a AJ Foyt. That you can plop these guys in. He's, and a na- this, he's a natural, you know. Even Tony Stewart said he goes, even I wasn't that good when I was running that many. And I'm going to say this: I'm going to put another guy in this category that people people may not know. Two other guys in this category that you can put them in virtually any kind of race car and they'll perform well. That would be Bobby Allison and Donnie Allison. Both Allison brothers have run at Indianapolis. So, and in fact, Roger Penske, I believe it was Penske. I read Bobby Allison's uh, autobiography and I believe Penske back in the seventies, mid seventies wanted, in fact it was because Bobby was racing for him in NASCAR. Penske wanted Bobby to run a full IndyCar uh, schedule, and he did not. He didn't want to. He he he, he was a stock car guy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Kyle Larson, yeah, he put on a clinic on Sunday. And look, he's driven really well all year. Yeah, he's having a good year. He's having. He's a had good three year. or four races where they went to uh, uh you know, yellow, yellow, white checker, whatever the you know. Green, white, checker. Yeah, yeah. That if that didn't happen, he would have four more wins under his belt. His car, you know, was always set up for the long runs. Now back to the Wilkesboro. I think Wilkesboro. I think it's got a future because Speedway Motorsports. I think they spent, I don't know, like three million dollars on the lighting system at yeah. the Speedway. Yeah, yeah. It's like a third generation Musco lighting system. Nice. So that tells me they plan to run races there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do a points-paying race next year there. Uh, least of all a. Uh, the All Star again. They they kept some old charm to it though. Oh, I, I they did. They didn't repaint the place. You still had all. They the didn't movies. repave the track either. No, they, but they, I, they, they Ed, filled in the cracks. Coming. Yeah, I think that's coming. If they, I wouldn't be surprised by the end of this year that they paved that racetrack. And I think paving they it's not. It? Huh? No, that racetrack. The last time that racetrack was repaved was in 1981. How'd they make it look good? They just patched up the track with uh where they needed to patch it up got to get a weed eater out get the grass out there some weed killer and uh laid some tar some like sandy tar so it's like grippy tar actually wow but i i think by the end of the year they'll pave that track because um jamie mcmurray during the pre-race was talking about it that the racetrack was starting to come up Really? Yeah. Jamie yeah. McFlurry. So the race, and when they when they say that, sweet Melissa, it, it some of the the pavement starts to pebble up on the racetrack because it, it's it's worn. It's been sitting in the sun, in the cold, the rain, and the snow 
since 1996 not being used, not being maintained. That was the worst thing you could do to it, leave it sure. unattended. They fooled me. So, you know, Dale Jr. and a bunch of guys went out there two years ago to clean the racetrack so that they could do a scan um, and put the racetrack on um, iRacing. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when they were doing that. That was kind of cool. Right, to prepare it so that they could scan the track. And then he, Dale Jr. and many other people were very persistent with Marcus Smith. Bring back Wilkesboro, bring back Wilkesboro. I'm going to tell you this. I wrote that track off. I, I, I thought we will never see another race at North Wilkesboro. Just let the racetrack die. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a nat- NASCAR traditionalist. I love the old ways. I love the way it was. But I didn't think. Uh, that you and me I both. Tried. I think I'm. Right. I lean a little more that way than. Yeah. Than you. Yeah. So, the fact that they did pull this off was amazing. And uh, yeah, I, I look forward to what what's to come from North Wilkesboro. They sold the place out. Um, listening to the the personalities that were there, there was Mike Bagley, who is a turn announcer for MRN Radio, and he does a. Uh, radio show every morning the morning right. drive on Sirius XM yeah he said that that place was electric that it was 35,000 I think what was the I think 35,000 people S- sounds about right it was a he said it might as well have been a hundred thousand people with how electric the fan the, the the fans were and I think that that says something you don't need to have venues that hold a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. small venues like this still work when you sell them out, you you get the the TV audience. I didn't see what the TV ratings were for the Wilkesboro race. I'm sure they were very good. good. Yeah. So I I just I'm excited to see the direction this is going in. Yep. Hmm. Maybe it's all about quality and not quantity again. I, I think the product was great. Yes. I, I think the racing could have been a little better. Uh, I think it. it it's not the racetrack. I think it's the race cars. I think the short, short track package on these uh, new generation cars needs to be uh, tweaked a little bit by NASCAR, but I, I have faith that they'll do that. It wasn't a horrible race. And, you know, people are saying, well, they couldn't pass. Well, shit, Kyle Larson made a lot of passes. He came from last to first. Yep. So he, obviously you huh. can pass. They just, they had that, that number five dialed in oh man did they ever dialed in just just ran away which hey that's cool uh chase elliott said after the race you should that the ass whoopings like that should be as celebrated as the close finishes because look at the talent look at the teamwork yeah it's it's so hard to pull away like that So I was equally it. prepared as the cars are. That is impressive that he was well, and, dominant. And, and that's the thing, um, Big Ed. I think the cars are so much closer now than they've hands down than they've ever been. So that, that makes it even harder for drivers. There's no parity. The passing is going to be tougher. There's no parity in these race cars. No. It's not like it's not like the mid 70s. When you had five or six cars that were good and everybody else were also rands. Yeah, yeah. That's not the case. Uh, anybody in the field with Can the win. right pitch strategy, 
with a little bit of luck, they they have an opportunity to opportunity to win every Sunday, which I think is a great thing. Sure. Definitely not negative. Now going into this week, we have the Coca-Cola 600. Yep. The longest race in NASCAR, Memorial, the longest race. A Memorial Day Classic. Absolutely. Before that, we have the Indy 500, which I I I will admit I have not followed the the build up to the 500 much this year. Another of uh so but I will be tuning in on Sunday. And then before that, it, it, for Formula One fans, which I am not, there's the Monaco yeah. Grand Prix. So Monaco. you have Monaco, Indy, and then it's the It's got to be the, the biggest really weekend yeah, it's of big, motorsports. Big weekend for motorsports. Big, big weekend for motorsports. So. Yeah, maybe a Rutherford would be back in the winter circle in Indy. That would be good. That would be cool. Johnny Rutherford the fifth. Johnny Rutherford the tenth. Yeah, need one of them back. Or an answer. Ooh, an answer, yes. But I don't think Little Al's had any kids. No, I, I don't I don't know if there is an answer. And I, there, I mean, I guess you got, you know, as far as like family, you know, you got Marco out there for the Andretti. Yeah, but he is he running this year? Because he's kind of retired. Yeah. He has retired from IndyCar. Yeah. And... He does. He'll race in the um, SRX series, which will be coming up now that we're getting close to the summer. That's going to be on Thursday nights this year. You, and there, there's no. Uh, is there a Mears? Or no. there was the there was a nephew of Rick Mears, right? That was racing for a bit. Or am I imagining that? I thought Rick Mears had a nephew. There was the Casey, wasn't it? Casey. Yeah, Mears. Casey. Mears. He he ran a NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. So. You forget about some of these guys. It's I mean, it's like Rick, Rick Mears was the man when I was a kid. The man. He was dominated. Dominated open wheel. Four time, right? Four times? Four time. Indy winner. Braced for Penske. Yeah, Rick's one of the good old Rick Mears. He's one of the top guys. Amazing, man. What different times, you know? It is. It's like any sport. Um, things evolve. You know, I well, that, that whole, and we've talked about before when IRL and CART split, that absolutely hurt the Indy 500. And they, they just haven't really been able to get that groove back. No. I, I actually, when that happened, I preferred the IRL. The IRL, yeah. I thought the IRL put on a better product. Put on a better rate, and they were more they were oval based versus road courses, which right I preferred. But yeah, IndyCar, IndyCar is no longer. Uh, there was a time when our fathers were young, when we were a little, when we were younger. IndyCar was the premier motorsport in North America. That oh, is no not question. the case. No question. NASCAR is the premier motorsport in North America and has been since the nineties. Do any of you guys know the top qualifying speed? At Indy? Yeah. Uh, I do not. I'll, I'll throw a guess out. I'll say it's uh two thirty-three. Yeah, I was gonna go I was gonna do go two thirty. Yeah, Again? Two, yeah, two thirty would land you on the starting grid. You would not make the race. Oh wow. 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 But it's only three miles an hour between first 
in uh, 33. Wow. Well, that's pretty so awesome. Wait, so what 234, was the, whole the whole first row is 234. Wow. The whole second row is 233. Third row, 233. Fourth row, 232. And then 232 down the row seven, and it's 231 from seven, eight, nine. 10, 11. See, they, I mean, they, look they how were, close those cars are. Shit, they, they they were never that close though. No, you know, there were, there have been like a, a 10, 15 mile difference between first and third. So row, row seven, you start nineteenth. You're you're two hundred thirty one point nine miles per hour at two minute. Uh, and I guess with a three lap qualifying two thirty five. And the last place guy, he was also two thirty five. They're so close, 231.6. So there's three tenths of a mile per hour between the last 17 cars. That's 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 incredibly close. It should be an interesting five. So ha half the cars run almost identical, and the other half are, are, are little, you know. It's going to come down to handling at the end, but, you know, gas. It mileage. is. It is. And it's and again, it's you got to make all five. It's not a fastest car contest. It's a race. No, you're not going to run two. You're not going to run two thirty four for five hundred laps because your car won't no, last. Your car won't Something, last. Something's yeah. going to give tires, a wall, engine. But when you said that, I quick just did a quick uh, dial in thirty three cars. Hey, did you hear about Ford's new feature they're coming out what? with with their car? No, Get, fill hey, me in. This this is true now. This is this is this genuine. Is, this is not. I did not know that. Yeah. This is not fictional. This is not a joke. This, you know, that's some wild, wacky stuff. Wild, wacky stuff. So, so this Ford, guy is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So Ford, Ford, Ford is uh, coming out with uh, a feature in the car. Uh, and it's tied to Ford Motor Credit. If you are um, behind, uh, or as they call in the rears on your payment, <laughs> the car repossesses itself. Shut the fuck up. You're like, making this up. I am not making this up. Wait, wait. No, no, this gets better. What? But wait. The car, no. I was just going to pay. Like, and like Billy Mays, wait. And uh, there's, there's more. more. If the car, the car detects that it's lost too much value, it drives itself to self-insurance. No. Shut up. You're making this I up. I am this not is... making this up. I'm like, only Ford would do this because they're like, Wait, it yeah, it's, it's a piece of shit. But it'll do a junkyard. To a junkyard. <laughs> if the car knows. Where's my car? <laughs> it's at the oh, no. Because, right, because this is what I'll start doing at first. At first. It's the computer's like that does not compute and it just drives itself to yeah. the top. It's going to start turning off certain features of the car, like <laughs> air conditioning, your windows, what? your power locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, it, this is your you're nut. You're not, it's it's, it's going to start like uh, doing like an annoying uh, alert to tell you, like, basically, I'm you owe us fucking money, shit. you know, and. And then Are at you some fucking point, kidding me? Swear to God, swear to God, they've been working on this tech for a while. Look, everyone's been working on the self-driving car. Ford's like, uh, we do not know how to assess credit, and uh, we're just going to learn how the cars can repossess themselves. And, wow! Uh, yeah, I, I'm telling you, this is 
true. Is this an automotive news? Uh, where did I read this? Uh, I I don't know. The Onion? This is, <laughs> no, 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 not not The Onion. I'm telling you. Wow. This is, this is real. Wow. Best articles ever. So what do you think? I, th- this, I think it was even written up in the auto blog. What, what do you think this says to the Ford secondary uh, credit market? You think people <laughs> kind of avoid mm-hmm. Fords like the plague? Uh, uh-huh. No, secondary market, uh, no. Well, secondary credit. I mean, are, are the get-me-dones. For, well, they, they're, they're just trying to get they, Hey, if I can get done in a Ford and it, it, and it will repossess itself, Maybe I can talk it into not repossessing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I, I promise, I, Mr. Carr, I'll make my payment next month. I'll catch up. It's gonna be a new form of hacking. My my favorite part is the car can like self-diagnose like I'm a piece of I'm shit. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This it is... just made me think of Eeyore if he was a car. <sighs> I don't like how things are going in the world. I really don't mm-hmm. like it. Actually, that's my favorite part of technology. Is this the car that Ford. the car that junks itself. <laughs> yeah, it's like I the- I got to work. Here's this. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm a salvage yard owner. I got to work this morning, and there are 15 <laughs> Fords waiting outside my gate. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know I what to do I, with them. I think I can't. I think I can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That'd be great if they just do that straight from the factory. <laughs> they go right from Dearborn to somewhere else. Dearborn to the junkyard. <laughs> yep. Oh my. Abort, abort. Yeah. Must go to the junkyard. That's crazy. I don't know. They, they I don't know. They're, they're, I don't know what's going on with that company, but. And it's not April's Fool's Day. <laughs> no, no. That's crazy. So, hey, future Ford owners. Word to the wise. I'll make find that a, payment. I'll find a link and I'll put it on our uh, on our Twitter, which is at Beer Seats, or you can always email us if you have funny stories you want to share with us, or you have a Ford car that repossessed itself. We definitely want to hear, we want to hear about it. Yes, so you can reach us also that story at the show at uh, Warm Beer and Cheap Seats. That's our email, or you can just uh, reach out on Facebook through Naughty Radio. That's N A U T I, like nautical. Yes. You guys thought my intro couldn't be beat, but I feel like... Oh, no, no, no. Listen. No, no, no. No. The booby Zoom meeting beats Trump's uh, Trump's, uh, Ford's self-repossessing car. Pretty good. No, I think they they share, you know, they share headlines together. They share ad space. But, um... Now, I... I think there no, could no, be no. only one thing that could top that list. Would it be? Oh. Would it be Subway's it list? list that lists? would be uh, Subway Slam's list. Here we Ten, go. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Subway's list. Subway's list. All right. Yeah. What, what's Subway our list? Slam. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Hello, Subway. Um, how are we all doing? How are we all doing tonight? Uh, if I was enter any better, there would be like thirteen of me. <laughs> all right. I think you guys will like this. Uh, um, 
I think you guys will like this list. Okay. This is the top top ten reality TV shows of all time. Of wow, all time. of all time. All right. I got one. This, easy, this, easy. This, easy, easy on it. Uh, to, easy on it, uh, sweet Melissa. Uh, I gotta give the source first. Um, this source is from uh, Collider. Who's Collider? Collider. That. That's the, the website. Magazine? Okay. Okay, that works. So this is from Collider. Not to be mistaken with colitis. <laughs> Correct. That's or the song Collide. Who who uh, Subway? Who do you want to lead off on the uh, this list? You know what? Might as well start with uh, Sweet Melissa since uh, she has one already in mind. Go ahead, Sweet Melissa. Because it's not all the time Melissa can think this quickly. Real world. Real world is on this list. Number eight. Mm. Wow. Eight. I'm a little surprised about that. About number eight? Me too. Yeah. I really enjoy the real world, and then like you know, their their uh, the 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 spinoff series like the challenge. Um, See, I'm all, I'm all about season three, the season of Puck. That's it. <laughs> Puck, yeah, he was. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that when it came out. I'm like, this guy's. Uh, it was it's great. It was it's so. I had no fucking manners, no cooth. Yeah. yeah, I think I watched that season. Did he have HIV? No. No, but there was the same season though. Oh yeah. Okay. Who's next? Uh, uh Subway, you, you moderate. All right, let's go with uh let's go Big Ed. Uh Survivor. Uh Survivor is number one. Wow, uh, there we go. What? The tribe has spoken. Yeah. There you go. Oh the you fuck home. <laughs> I think Jeff Probes is slept on. I think people got to realize that he is one of the greatest hosts ever. On like any game show. Not, not just like, I mean, he's up there with Trebek and like Sajak, honestly. Mm-hmm. Better than Wink Martin, Martindale? Come on. Mm. Go Chuck, Wink. He Chuck, also Chuck Woolery? Him. Come on. That's also what Nobody beats his, Chuck. That's also yeah. what he called his penis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Survivor. It's a good one. Pound time. Uh, <laughs> Big Mike, why don't you why don't you take a swipe at one? Um, Big Brother. Ah, uh, Big Brother is a good one. Number three. Wow. Number three. Big I Brother. I was gonna guess number three. All right. I like Big Brother's hit or miss. Some seasons are great, and some they're. I can the tell reason, like within reason. like two or three episodes if it's gonna be good or not. Yeah, some of the recent seasons have not been as great. Um, but, it's, but honestly, like, I mean, like, I mean, what was it? The last season of Big Brother? I mean, you had the Bennington show freaking covering it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty funny stuff. It was, it was actually pretty funny. Like, it? Yeah, Bennington never talked about it a lot. No, I thought yeah. we boycotted Big Brother. Well, I don't know. I think I think three seasons ago is pretty good because, like, the guy won. He's like, yeah, and then like this girl on stage, is like, he racist, and then he's like, oh, uh, yeah, what? And then like it ends, and like that's it. Like, totally deflated everything. Like, really made it real fucked up. And he's like, what? Yeah. I'm not racist. Like, and then they just roll in the credits. Uh, and and it was also, you know, 
uh, Julie Chen's coming out as Julie Chen Moonves because her husband got shit. Oh, yeah. In. I, I mean, that was a weird, weird season. A lot of stuff was going on. Oh, yeah. Your turn, Case. Um, you know what? I I got to say, uh, listen, I, I don't care for them, but it's got to be the Kardashians. They got to be in there. Oh, good choice. I bet that's number two. Wait, that's a reality the show? No, they're number five. Well, you had Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and now they have just the Kardashians on uh, uh, Amazon. The Kardashians are not on this list. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. All right. Good. Wow. A- AI got it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Melissa, sweet Melissa. Did Big Mike go? No, yeah, I, yeah, I went. Yep. Yeah. Sure did. Which one did you say? Uh, you said Big Brother. Big Brother. Oh, crap. Sorry. Um, I'm going to say The Bachelor. <coughs> Good choice. Oh, well. Oh. Number six. Number two. Oh. What? Six. Yeah. Well, it's top ten. They put, they put The Bachelor and The Bachelorette at six. So it's... Oh, okay. So they're together. I almost together. switched my answer, but I'm glad they did that. I appreciate that. But yeah, they count it as one. So because, I mean, which makes sense. I mean, it's well known. Uh, I know a lot of people enjoy this. I don't care for it, though. Um, Me neither, any mode. Well, no rose for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, all right. Goes back to Big Ed. Big Ed? Yep. Uh, how about America's Got Talent? Ooh. Ooh, America's Got Talent. Is America's Got Talent on this list? The answer is no. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know, that's almost like more like a talent variety show. I'm not sure if that would. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd qualify as a reality show. I bet there's another one. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Big Mike. I'm going to go to the Big Mike archives. With my personal favorite reality show of all times, mm-hmm. American Pickers. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. American Pickers is not on this list, but you know what? I'm glad that you did mention American Pickers because I, I love American Pickers. Uh, the Big Dog loves American Pickers. I've actually been to their. Did I, you go to their Nashville? Their Nashville I, store. I did. I have, I've been yeah, there too. I have a couple souvenirs uh, from from that place. Well, yes, great show. I love American Pickers. That has to be one of my favorite television programs currently on television. Hmm. So they're they're still going on, or is it like uh, I th- they're they're in a hiatus right now? I think there's another season coming. I think they're coming to the end of their their run because yeah, I, I think they've been on TV yeah. ten years now. Yeah, because what what's isn't it just like Mike? It's Mike now? and his brother and his brother. Yeah, Frank and is- Danielle. Oh, Danielle's back. Yeah, because uh, she left for a short bit, didn't no, she? No, I don't think she left. I she, and then they got uh, Jersey John. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, but Frank Frank, is, Frank left. Yeah, yeah, Frank, Frank had left. to go. So, and, and there's a lot of different speculation, not speculations, but reports. I guess you could say on Frank on Frank that oh, Frank yeah, had yeah. a had a drinking problem. Right, and, I heard that. I I, I, I read it. 
couple yeah, times. Yeah, I read that too. <clears throat> that, that that was the big fallout with the show. Yeah, that you know that it, that really kind of that hurt his availability, I guess you could say. But anyway, no hate, no hate on Frank because I like no, Frank. I liked Frank. Yeah, me yeah. too. Frank the Tank. So. Yeah. All right, no, no American. Fra- yeah, Victor. he's a drunk too. Yeah. <laughs> no Frank the Tank tonight, okay? Yeah. Oh, come on, babe. I'm passing. I thought you were right. Wait, so, oh, you, so, so I'm up. You're up. It's, oh. it's your go. Oh, man. Uh, a reality show, right? So, yeah. mm, Pawn Stars. Oh, good choice. Pawn Stars is not on this list, but I love Pawn Stars so much. It's only been on for like 35 seasons. Yeah. So, of course, it would be on this list. All right. Why would we pick the successful shows? All right. So we we got four of ten so far. So let's let's go one more, one more round, round. Okay. And then we'll uh, always do that when I have two things in my head. Well, we got to well, move on. Yeah, we we can't spend the whole show on this, Melissa. It just yeah. happens to be that I thought of two. Okay. I'm so gonna it, say quarters. Hmm. That 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 does suck you in. It does. It, it teaches it's a you train wreck. You got it. You got to invest yourself in that episode. Mm-hmm. So Subway is hoarders on the list. No, no. Oddly enough, the last time I stayed in a hotel, I think I spent the whole weekend just watching That's hoarders. That's what we did. Really? Yeah. It was so good. A good hotel. Air conditioner was fantastic. It and was. The, yeah. Room service. Oh, I know where it was then. Yeah. All right, so uh, all right, big, big Ed, you're up there, bud. You know, I don't watch reality shows. I mean, if I do, it'd be like uh, Roadkill, and that's not going to make the list. Moonshiners, that's another one, or Life Boy oh, yeah. Zero. Right, I don't know. The whole Discovery line is good, you know, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Moonshiners, the Gold Guys, you know, they're all interesting in their own right. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll say Moonshiners. Brown Town. Brown, oh, brown yeah. Powder. How can I brown miss the brown town? Yeah, uh, they are not on the list. Hmm. All right, Our, my go, big Mike. Okay, I'm taking one kind of out of left field. Yeah, and one of my heroes was on this show, Eric Estrada. Oh, the oh. surreal life. Oh, oh yeah, flavor flavor. Yeah. That spun off a lot of shows. That did that. spin off a lot of shows. Yeah. There was uh, My Fair Brady spun off that one. Well, the yeah, uh, how, uh, or Flavor of Love. Flav- yeah, Flavor of Love. So that 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 spawned some additional TV. Surreal Life Subway is Surreal Life on the one. list. No, no, they are not on the list. Wow. All right, all right. I'm gonna throw one out there, and then uh, Subway, you run it down for us. I, I'm gonna go a little. Older, more vintage, but it was very popular, and I think it spun off a lot of shows of its kind, which was American Choppers. Oh, good choice! How can we? Yeah, that? I, I thought about that, but you know what? I've heard of that talked yeah. about recently. Dude, that 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 spawned, was a great. That spawned all those cars. There's shows. A, American Hot Rod, which was Gas Monkey Cod, Garage, Gas Monkey Garage, Gas Monkey. But yeah, uh, American Chopper was amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, it's the not dangerous on the catch. List. What's the one with the crabbers? That one was pretty good too. Deadliest catch. Yeah. Deadliest what about catch. The food that kills everybody in history because it's too old. No, but that's not really a reality show. That's, that's not a reality. All right, all right, Subway, run us down. Yeah, so number right. ten. 
The Voice. That's, right. that's I want to call that a reality show. Yeah, that's a variety yeah, I show. Saying, I, was say, I don't want to call that reality. It's it's reality because they're real people. It's, I, I was thinking on those lines too until America's yeah. Got Talent. Uh, also, the alligator people. Oh, swamp people! How could you? Oh, damn! That's a good pick too. Go ahead, Subway number seven. Uh, you guys also forgot about number nine. nine. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed number number Uh, nine because I'm not looking. Number nine. It's okay. Uh, it is Top Chef. All right, whatever. Chef Boyardee answered that one. Number seven. (laughs) I like the raviolis. The Chef Boyardee. That's solid. Number seven. Uh, a, a personal favorite of mine. Not my favorite, but uh, another great show. Uh, Project One Right Runway. Oh. Mm. I would um, never have thought of that one. Dud. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn left. All right, number five. Yeah. Uh, number five. Uh, American Idol. Yeah. Again, I I, I want to I want to call that reality. Again, that's more of a variety or. Right, variety show, show. Yeah. but okay, that's fine. Yeah, but Whatever. I forgot that I Big Ed made me think of that. Number four, RuPaul's Drag uh, Drag Race. No, drag race. How does how does wow. right? I agree. How does because they got to stick it? They got to still stick something in your face. So right, and well, and, it, and Pawn Stars doesn't make the list, but fucking RuPaul's Drag Race makes well, the list. Well, better stick a wiener than a vagina, I guess. <laughs> it's gonna get closer. Wait, I have a reality. Here, let's go with number two Wait, then. Yeah. I have a reality question. How okay. many people right now have ever seen that show? Because I have not. I have not. It's, it's been on like 15 either. seasons on the CW. I and know. I've, I've had no interest in it. No, I don't want to see dudes statistics. dressed up like chicks. I don't want to see You know what I do when I see that? I change the channel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what? Dudes with boobs. Dudes, dudes with chicks with dicks. No, no, dudes with boobs. <laughs> dudes with boobs. I like, yeah, that's where they are. Uh, all right. Well, all right. Number two. Cox with uh, socks. Shout out to uh, Casey Bauer in the chat because he is correct. Uh, amazing race. Oh, amazing! Amazing race. race. How about that? Yeah, and there was actually. I didn't realize uh, we forgot Sweet Melissa's idea. Yeah, and then actually uh, on this same uh, on this list, there's a couple of honorable mentions. Okay, throw those in. Yep. Uh, the first honorable mention is Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, speaking of uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Gordon Ramsay, Kitchen Nightmares is coming back. Hmm. What's that? Kitchens it's that are nightmares. nightmares. I, you a know what? He just takes dirty, the fun out of it. I love to watch of, the cooking. But I'd rather watch like uh, Beat Bobby Flay or something, you know? Or, yeah, or like Bar. Something a little lighter, Big Ed. Well, I, I, he just is too much for me, that Gordon yeah, Ramsay. Just turn it, turn it down. Yeah, I, liked him I get like it. You're a good chef. All right, another honorable mention, uh, Subway. I'm surprised none of you guys mentioned this. The Real Housewives franchise. Mm, Yes. Yeah, I didn't mention it because I don't watch it. Yeah, but you know why? That made Andy Cohen like a billion dollars. Only Orange County that was good. Um, All right, next. uh, Shark Tank. Yeah. Ah, all right. Uh, it's good. I don't I think it's great. Like I, uh, I still almost put that. I like almost it. a game show, but yeah, I'd, I'd rather watch Surreal Life than watch that or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. N- number fourteen. Oh God, it is Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> yeah, the Learning really? Channel. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, they're about the last six or TLCs, the midgets, whatever they were called. You know. Oh, the they're the, like <laughs> midget like. Yeah. Oh, the littles. The li- I'm trying to think of David Telly, like he does the little leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What what did they call that show? Uh, Midget Town? No, 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 no definitely little, not. Little, little, little people, big world. Or yeah, something. and it's yeah, it's not Mongoloid Town either. Okay, Midget yeah. Town, Big Ed. We need to have a show called Midget Town. <laughs> little people, big cock. <laughs> Midget yeah. Town, brought to you by Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. Yeah. All right, next one. Uh, the last honorable mention: uh, the Great uh, British Break Off. I don't even know what the fuck you just said. The the bake off. Oh, I like it better being the break off. The break off. Let's do the break off. The the bake off. Yeah, the jerk off. Dating naked. (laughs) What? Cockfest. All right. All right. Well, Well, there you have it. Subway. Yeah. Another 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 good list. Thank you. You well need done. to email those people and say dating naked was a good one. Dating naked? That's what Casey said. 2015. How about naked and afraid? Not a chance in hell I'd fucking do anything like that. No, no, no thanks. Yeah, you just, just, just go to like, uh, the Caliente or one of that and you'll be naked and afraid. <laughs> yeah. Or, go or to Paradise Lakes. Yeah. You'd be definitely me. naked and afraid there. Like, they're all 70 here. I have customers that live in there. In fact, Today, my boss had to he venture. Said today, 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 my boss ventured over there. He would not go in. He's like, I saw a guy step on his own balls. You guys are saggy, <laughs> saggy balls. I told my boss, I said, look at the website. Their website has a lady giving a dude a hand job is their logo. He goes, yep. no, it doesn't. I said, like, look. Well, beg the difference. Beg the, he goes, wow, it is a lady giving a dude a hand job. I'm <laughs> a like, <J-O>. yeah. <laughs> Wait, what did also known say? as an old fashioned. <laughs> yeah, that's an old fashioned. I was going to say, do people really. Wait, old fashioned. Wait, your boss told you he was going there? Like, honestly, no, we had to go there for, he went there like a, for a customer. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we had you go to the front desk, you hit the bell. There's air quotes. Old fashioned, please. Right yeah, there's no air quotes. <laughs> this is a fact. Yeah, we said, had please. to go there. Yeah. We had I to hit the bell them. twice. We had to take something to a customer and retrieve something that was ours from a customer. And when I was done, I said, "My pleasure." And my <laughs> boss is like, "I'm not going in there." <laughs> my pleasure. It was like getting a fucking chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A. I was just gonna say, I'm like, this is a but this is a chicken sandwich you don't want. <laughs> listen, these people. Listen, uh, all right. Little story without yeah, yeah. telling too much. Yep, yep. So the people that are our clients that live in Paradise Lakes, yep. They everybody who's taken gone to their house to retrieve and it's their vehicle, I'll tell you that. We're picking their car up. Right, right. Uh they either the gentleman comes to the door porky pig in it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Or the wife, the wife Accidentally drops something and bends over to pick it up. Ah! (laughs) How's that for a reality TV? That's reality TV. And a moth flies out from somewhere. (laughs) That's reality TV at its finest. So, but yeah, my boss had to go there today and I said. And then he immediately resigned from his position. (laughs) He about did. That's what happens. But they, I, I will tell you this. The people there invited him in 
with open arms. I bet. And no clothes. Open legs. <laughs> he told me that open he... arms and open legs. There you go. So my boss observed <laughs> observed a people jogging outside of the complex, outside of the wow. neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. They went into the gates. Immediately after getting into the gates, they are trying to strip at, while running. Hmm. They are trying to get their clothes off as quickly as possible. Huh. I would think it, your your tiddly bits all rattling around while you're running. That can't be comfortable. So I, I just be worried about getting a sunburn. It's sunburn. That's what I say all the time. That's like, you know, you got to kind of work up to it because your, your, your uh, twig and berries your normally does not see the intense Florida sun. Nope. And boy, nope. You, you get the twig and berries out there. On a hot summer day, they're probably roasted and nothing flat. And yeah. that's not a comfy sunburn. No one wants melanoma on their dick. <laughs> or ball sack. Yeah. What's this on your sack? Oh, it's just some melanoma. Yeah. Oh, you're one of them. Yep. I hang out at Paradise Lakes. I'm always worried about melanoma on Mal my around. sack. Yeah. Anyway. Well. I think it's that time. I think I think we better go into that before this gets even worse. <laughs> Big, Big Ed's Ed, rock, rock and roll, roll retrospective. retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. Take it away, Big Ed. Big Ed. Donde esta? You guys went. You guys went dark on me. Oh. 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 All right. All right. We'll try it one more time. We'll try it one more time. Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. All right, guys. Continued on uh, these kick-ass bands that did not make uh, Subway's list. We're going to go Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, 1987. Appetite for Destruction is the debut studio album by the American rock band Guns N' Roses released by Geffen Records on July 21st, 1987. At first, yeah, uh, excuse me. At first, the album received little attention, and it was not until the following year that the album became a commercial success. The band toured and received significant airplay and convinced MTV executives to play Welcome to the Jungle once a night for three nights in a row. It became the most requested song with, with singles from Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, Sweet Child of Mine, all made the uh, MTV rotation. The album went back to peak at number one on the U.S. Billboard. It became the seventh best-selling album of all time in the United States, as well as being selling uh, the best-selling debut of all time. It is also one of the best-selling albums globally. Guns N' Roses' first recordings were, were for a planned EP in March of 1985. Shortly after the band formed, as plans for the release fell through because original guitarist Tracy Guns left the band, his replacement would be Slash. Shortly afterward, the classic lineup of Axel, Duff, Slash, Steve Nadler, and Izzy Stradlin were finalized. Many of the songs for Appetite for Destruction began as solo tracks that the individual band members began separately on different bands, only to be completed later by the Gunners. These songs included It's So Easy by Duff McKagan, Thinking About You, Izzy Stradlin, Rocky Queen was an unfinished uh, unfinished track by uh, Slash, McKagan, and Adler. It was from their earlier band called Road Crew. The other songs were Autobiographical 
and about the band's experience with life in early January of 87, the band went to Daryl Dragon's Rumbo Recorders. Two weeks were spent recording basic tracks with Mike Klink splicing together the best takes with his razor blade. Klink worked 18-hour days for the next month with Slash overdubbing in the afternoon and evening, as well as Axel Royce performing his vocals. Adler says the percussion took only six days to lay down. The final overdubbing was done at Media Sound Studios and mastering at Sterling Sound in New York City. The album was received with mixed reviews and judged the band on appearance and lifestyle rather than raw content of this album. The album did go platinum 18 times and sold more than 30 million units worldwide. It's pretty impressive for a debut album. Guns N' Roses, you have Axl Rose, lead vocal, synthesizer on Paradise City and percussion. Slash, lead guitar, acoustic guitar, slide guitar, talk box, and backing vocals. Izzy Stradlin, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, backing vocals, and percussion. Duff McKagan, my favorite. Bass guitar, backing vocals. Steven Adler on drums. Mike Klink, producer. 12 tracks and clocks in at 52 minutes and 53 seconds. <clears throat> If you ever been to a professional sporting event, they would most certainly recognize the opening riff for Welcome to the Jungle. If the album is anything like it does the first 30 seconds, you better strap yourself in. You are going on a rocket train. A powerful rock sound about to experience in, in New York City. It's so easy. This song had attitude. Duff McKagan with his punk-like metal riff, you can hear Slash's newly found signature sound during the bridge. And Steven Adler's... Uh, Steadfast pounding on the drums. Axel uh, finesses his voice a couple of octaves in range. Night Train. This song needs no more cowbell, just the right amount. All out of it's just an all-out rock assault. Duff's bass really stands out, deep and hard. And Slash solo really gives Axel vocals the key he sings in. Adler was has a lot of swag, especially in Out to Get Me. Izzy Stradlin is the brains behind this band and the hook master. He writes the catchiest hooks, which mesmerized by also by Adler's silver writing. I listened to the autobiographical story of the day in the life of the band while Duff lays down some hardcore thump-like bass lines. It literally will shake the walls. Paradise City, a really cool vocal chant that leads up to the guitar and bass buildup and the band kicks in. If you do not have top-notch fidelity equipment to really capture the feel of this rocker, probably the most ass-kicking jam. And Axel's vocals were built, and this is with Slash and his friends doing his Fender. Axel tells a story of despair and destruction. Adler's punk-like aggression, and he plays really, it really separates him from the rest. Think about you. Adler and McKagan lay down a punk drum and bass style while Slash and Izzy play rock lines over and, and give it this its own sound. Sweet child of mine, I guess this is the closest to a ballad you'll hear in this album. It was a huge radio hit and was a regular, regular rotation on MTV. This catapulted these guys into another uh, stratosphere. The song dominated the airwaves. Slash makes his Gibson Les Paul sing like it's never done. You're crazy. This is a song that I call GNR Punk. This is the prelude to the back off bitch and several other tracks off of Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Very punk-like. Anything goes. This would be the weakest track on the album, and it still rocks, and it would be a hit for another, another band. Sounds like a voice box solo in the song, but I could not find out if it was Slash or Izzy. 
I, I think it was Slash. Rocket Queen. All I have to say, this song is complete. Great vocals, great lyrics. Duff is the riff master. Takes you uh, on an ear candy train. Adler's the man on drums. Plays through the changes like a seasoned veteran on the drums. Actually using real-time sound effects. Makes this a fan favorite and a live staple. When the bridge is over, Duff starts playing the bass. It is a room shaker. This boy is not messing around, and neither is the protagonist. Have a listen. Big Ed says so. All right, so in conclusion, th this, this was a monster album, and still is. You'll never hear a debut album like this again. I remember the first time when I heard Welcome to the Jungle. I was working the night shift at Chili's, and we had the radio piped into the line. And we'd all get out of the weeds when we heard songs like this that summer. It was different than anything I'd ever heard. Then Dan DiNardo inherited a pair of speakers, and we immediately put on Paradise City to give them a good ops check. Well, when in the intro was over and the whistle squealed, the band comes in like thunder and the subwoofer disintegrated to McKagan's bass and Adler's bass truck. The sheer sound and force made these Kenwoods disintegrate because it was so loud he could not hear. Because it was so loud, Dan could not hear me tell him, hey, turn it down. It's, it's not working. But it was too late. The album earned the elusive four Montecitos. Never has an album had an impact on a generation than this. Not a dead track. It flows nicely on every song rocks. The band was hungry and it showed. This is one badass album. A mature but stupid Duke boy of Nessacroc strapped a boombox to a golf cart and took PGA golf spectators from the clubhouse to their cars out by the power lines at Tampa Palms. And certain guests deemed it Mr. Toad's wild ride on steroids. But at the whole time, I had the appetite for destruction playing on a cassette. People paying 20 bucks a head to get home to their car. No matter what you're driving, you need a little help to keep your foot in it. Music and the appetite for destruction will certainly do that. I am Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. So good. Uh, one of my favorite rock and roll albums of all time. How, how could it not be? It just it's It's awesome. It's a thumper. It changed multiple generations, I think. As you said, Big Ed, there's not a dead track on it. You can put it on no, and no. listen. No, it was really cool. They were like the Skinner of the LA Strip back in the back in the day. They um I, I think the song Anything Goes was from the predecessor of Guns N' Roses when Axel and Tracy Guns had a band when it was Hollywood Rose. Yes. That I think one of these songs was crafted out of it. They did mention it. I was just trying to I I, I, I could write I, all day just on that session in case you I so think much it, information. I think it's anything goes came from and you know from uh and it's hard to find stuff from Hollywood Rose. And for people that don't know, that was the predecessor of this band. And there's basically pretty much the same lineup, but it had Tracy Guns. And then Tracy Guns started L.A. Guns. And then, you know, Guns N' Roses was his other band. Um, I, I love this album. I mean, for me, like growing up, th this is my Zeppelin too. this album. Uh, that's a that's a good analogy. <clears throat> I guess. And the the first time I really listened, I mean, I've heard tracks off it, but there was a, a night uh, and a brother that moved to Orlando, 
and he, he picked me up one night. He was going to take me to Orlando, but he had to make a stop at Chuck's Steakhouse real quick. And he stopped there in a 626 and a 1989 626 and oscillating vents. Yes, very, very innovative for the time. Very cool. Who thought Mazda would have came up with that? It was pretty awesome. Who would have thunk it? He's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And um, I listened to the album twice through. I don't know what was going on at Chuck's. He had to run inside. Uh, and then then off we go. And so I got uh, a very intimate, uh, you know, experience of the album because I just listened on a tape deck, just kind of cycle through a couple times. And uh, so I know this album inside now. Oh, yeah. Casey, I was I was saying in my closing Dan DiNardo had inherited these speakers. They were these big Kenwoods. Yeah. And they've been in storage for like 10 years. So we get him into this is our Tampa Palms apartment and we hook these things up and he has the receiver in, in one room and the speakers in another. Sure. And he starts just playing Paradise City. And as soon as the band kicked in after the whistle, the, the woofers just start dancing, right? Every time. Every time, every time Duff hit a bass note, and and especially when it was at the same time as Adler hitting the bass drum, just like pieces, these little pieces of like uh, dried up um, rubber foam just kept falling just, out of the speaker. Yeah, and and I'm trying, I'm like yelling, like damn, turn it, turn it off, <laughs> turn it off. I'm like I'm like stop, stop. I'm like trying to get him. There's nothing. And, and by <laughs> By the time we come out there, there was the speakers were just the cardboard conical shape without the attachments <laughs> in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that that would happen with those old speakers. They were just kind of dry rotten, and you just have a good song that thumped. That was it. That was just like a death. That, that's that, that's that whole album has a bunch. My Michelle, when they kick in, they have so many songs where they start out really slow and they just build up, and then all of a sudden, when the band does that crash. Like yeah. everything in, in the house moves. So like when they did that album, they end up going on tour with uh, later on because they toured for that album for quite some time. And at some point they got picked up by Aerosmith. They were opening for Aerosmith on Aerosmith's permanent vacation. They came album. out at a good time. It came out in the summer. They did all the stadium tours with the bands, you know, the Monsters of Rock and stuff. So it was, I bet right. it was a, a, a good time to see them. But I, I'd never seen them. On the first album, but the second album, I seen them. Well, like Aerosmith liked them a lot. And uh, Steven Tyler would kind of take those guys aside and be like, uh, hey, you guys need to slow down. Like, it, it, I think it triggered memories, of, you know, of where they were just not too long ago. Where he's like, hey, uh, been there, done that. You guys need to check yourself. Or wreck yourself. Well, they did. They wrecked themselves a lot. Uh, especially Adler. I mean, you know it's bad when he gets kicked out of the band for using yeah. drugs. Yeah. I listen, there was a story I just saw today, like where his brother went and basically abducted uh Steven Adler. Steven Adler's brother abducted him to to get him sober. Oh wow. Yeah. He, he was he was in he was in a war shape for I mean yeah. years. Um uh, he's been pretty sober though for a while. Say, yeah, I mean he, he had a stroke. Yeah, no, but he he's out there. He's got a band. It's uh, they just talk, I was just heard uh, 
Uh, it's Someone it's was... called like Adler's Appetite or something like that. It's like a play on the, the Appetite for Destruction. I, I don't know if it was Eddie Trunk. Somebody on on uh, on satellite was saying that he played with his band and he did uh, something from Usual Illusion that he did not record because he recorded like I think Civil War, but You Could I... Be Mine was one he did not. But he, he he played it for the first time in a, in a set the other night. And I don't know if it was who said it was on satellite. I don't know if it was Eddie Trunk or. It sounds like something like Eddie Trunk, you know. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely, he's a detailed guy for sure. He's got a very good memory for for stuff like that. Who had a stroke? Steven Adler. 20, 20, I don't know, a while back when he was doing heroin heroin and, and blow. The opposite of saying your prayers and uh, taking your vitamins. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do. Yep. Now a little bit more. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant until recently. What, Mr. Brownstone? Mm -hmm. What that song was about? I had no idea. Or Night's Heroin. Uh, thanks for catching up with us, Melissa. Right? Here I am. So next week, women and children first, right? And then what do we yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go through the naughty list and uh, pick, a, yep. pick another. Pick and choose. Well, choose yeah, if any of you guys have any suggestions, uh, please email the show. Please, Casey, how do they get in touch with us? Well, you can email us at uh, the show at Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats. You can... Reach out to us at the Twitterverse uh, at, at Beer Seats, or you can hit us up through uh, Naughty Radio on Facebook. Leave a- Yeah, what what if they wanted to buy one of these? Well, C- can they go, go to Naughty, Naughty Radio, Radio? Go to Naughty Radio, put in the promo code Big Ed, and save some fat stacks, mm-hmm. as they say in the biz. Wow. And when I say the biz, I mean the industry. When I say the industry, I mean the business. He's talking uh-huh. about the music business. Yes, yeah. I, I was trying. So I was fancy. trying to crack the code. So fancy. I'm. Li- I'm looking. Uh, listen, I haven't listened to "Women and Children First start to finish in a while. I'm very excited. This is one of those that grew on me because I was expected because it was completely different sound. A lot of there's some acoustic work in there. I yeah, think really the first very, time they started very, working acoustic. It's a very punk like album, you know, in my opinion. You know, there's a well, all right, here, here are two bands that had very they're hard rock bands, but had a lot of punk tendencies. Yeah, yeah. Well, and definitely appetite, there's punk. a lot of it, you know, that's oh, man for sure. Just, and then use your illusion. I think uh, the first one has a bunch of songs that came from like their punk punk lines sure sure absolutely i and i i kind of like that stuff i kind of i've always kind of leaned into that where's uh, uh subway is he still on uh he's standing by subway yeah, i'm still on can you believe that this this band did not make the list and this an album like this oh oh i cannot believe uh that guns and roads did not make the list especially because they probably had Two of the best, greatest albums of all time. This, Appetite for Destruction, one of the greatest debut albums of all time. And then Agreed. You got you, Agreed. And then, 
and then you also have Use Your uh, Use Your Illusion, which is also an amazing album that Guns N' Roses put out. It was a and double. It was a double. It was a double. Album. Yes, both 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 part one and part two, great albums. Way to cover all the bases. Yeah, and and pretty much like they had a great prime with that core members with the core members yes it didn't last very long but it it was an amazing run that they so well you know what i challenge you to go through the naughty catalog and pick out an album for me to that you would like to hear about Uh, i'll do it after women and children first so you're on deck okay all right with an idea sounds, sounds great with me Naughty radio catalog, okay? All right. You might, you might have to do it on a desktop. Yeah, I can I can do it from a desktop. Yeah, because I think some of the features you can't do on the app that you could do on the desktop. Searching, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, thanks, Zoe. Hey, no problem, man. Hey, and also, I, I want to just kind of bring up a, another thing real quick. And... Um, you know, just hearing this guy, uh, this kind of like more insider guy, and and I want you to stand by because Subway, uh, I I don't know how how often do you how often are you around the thirty Rockefeller Center? Uh, ooh, <laughs> seven question. minute taxi ride. <laughs> oh my well, because there, there's a lot of activity with with uh, with the strike going on. I mean, I I need, I need boots on the ground to know what the uh, hell's going yeah, on. Writer's strike. I, He's I right mean, there. listen, listen, and I hear like there are like truck drivers. They're honking their horns, like you know, Teamsters kind of trying to show support. Um, there's an insider. I was listening to an interview talking about. All right, so the last strike that went 100 days, and he's like, what will happen is, um, you know, VHS came out, and then writers were like, hey, you got to pay us when stuff go to VHS. You know, they strike, whatever, and this happened with DVDs and cable and et cetera, et cetera. Well, they're they're fighting this thing, you know, because writers are not getting paid, basically, comes down to. They're not getting hired. Um they're not kept on staff and then other people like associate producers are doing rewrites where you'd normally have writers on staff to do a rewrite while they're, they're doing that. And folks, if you're confused about it, don't feel bad about big uh, production companies. They're making money. Uh, And let me rewind this back real quick. Uh, because one of the, one of these stories got fucking buried, but, uh, the walking dead, the, one of the original executive producers had to sue AMC because he's like, I had to get paid based on production of the show and its performance and this and that. Right. Uh, Well, they had to pay him a quarter million dollars. They underpaid one guy a quarter million billion dollars that's one, a lot of money one guy that's a lot that's a lot of money there's another guy that i don't think that's been settled yet and he's one of the original creators so he's probably going to get more uh so you know when you talk about you know how much money uh you know uh 
AMC or any of these TV, you know, studios make, it's undecided. And that that that's also a been an issue with the writers. Cause yeah. well, I, they're AMC they're like when it Well, all right, think about this, Subway. You have a yeah. show that gets picked up for streaming. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Well, it's not just shown in America. It's showed all over the Internationally. world. All over the world. Look at Breaking and, Bad. And and, and uh, a company like Netflix or Hulu, Max, that used to be HBO Max, Paramount Plus, they do not disclose how much someone is streaming their shows to the writers, to the cast, or whatever. So how do they know, one, what, what, what they should be getting paid? They don't. That's so all hidden. All secret to everybody. This guy says this strike, the last strike lasted 100 days. He's like, be prepared. This is going to go past Christmas. Wow. Listen, I know the studios are fucking shitting themselves. And I'll tell you why. Because last night, ABC was showing a shitty Marvel movie on oh, prime time last night. You were saying. Wow. They already know they are fucked. And they're like, we got to stretch out whatever we have in the can now because we ain't going to have anything for a long, long time. Subway, you got to get down there. You got to get in front of someone. You got to you got to be our boots in the ground. You got to find out what's going on, man. Yeah, you know what? I really should. We should because, listen, you got to let people know, WBCS, we are the champion for, for the working people. Yep. Let's get writers paid. Yes. But we're here for your entertainment. Yeah. Or, and if they give you shit, just stand on the other side of the street and have a sign that says, I'll work for less. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Way less. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Ridiculous. (laughs) I'm really cheap. Almost free. (laughs) I mean. I'll I'll write a limerick for an old fashioned. <laughs> you know, have a science as I like a good old fashioned scab. Yeah. I love scabs. I heart, I heart scabs. scabs. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, no, no. It says uh Bob Hart's Abishola, yes. but I heart scabs. <laughs> there, was, there was something there, I couldn't figure it out. Oh, you know what, what we didn't mention, I want to make sure we don't forget. Yeah. Um Tina Turner. Yes. Oh, yeah. I can't believe none of you guys brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We talked about the, it. Yep. A lot. Altina. 83. Simply the best. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a good one there. So why? Better than all the rest. She I don't like that punch song. Too. What? I don't like that shit. song. Yeah. She, she was ta- pretty she tough. Ta- yeah. yeah. She could take a punch. Uh, you know, it, Ike. Ike really trained her up well. Well, that's why she ran Thunderdome. That's right. Yeah. She didn't have any more black eyes. No. Black eyes? Black, black eyes or oh, black, black eyes? eyes. Black, or black eyes. Oh, okay. That's a toughie. Yeah. Get She's living in Switzerland. It's wild. Yeah. She oh, she awful. when she returned, uh, she she moved to Switzerland. She'd been there for like about 10 plus years. That's wild. Yeah. Well, Great country to live in, actually. Yeah, if you can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, the know. 80s. She just, she was just gold in the 80s. I mean, yeah. oh, her solo career was big. Yeah. Yeah. 
Fucking Ike taught her everything. Well, you know, she came up from a, you know, a different time, but, you know, the, the Ike Turner review or whatever his band was, I mean, they were known for a very electric live show. Um, no, she had a great teacher. Yeah. Well, I, Ike would have been no different than learning from James Brown. Um, you know, <laughs> hearing the story, seriously, hearing the stories. I mean, James Brown used to chase people out of that band and they would just go off and start their own thing. Hmm. Yeah, there were, I mean, look up the list of people that came out of James Brown band. Not to speak ill will of James Brown. Uh, just he was he was tough to work for. He was very tough to work for. That's how Ike was too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, one way of putting it. Yeah. Because he he was like a he's the general. You know, he's the beginning and the end. He, he was very physical with Tina. Uh, yeah, that's definitely with Tina. I just realized I did know that. Hmm. Which was covered in the book. Uh, and definitely kind of uh, memorialized in that movie. Uh, What's love got to do with it? Andrew Bassa playing uh, the Tina role, and Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence, Larry, old Larry Fishburne playing uh, Ike Turner. Does Lawrence go by Larry? He used to. He used to. He looks like a Larry. He 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 used to go by Larry. He he's credited as Larry Fishburne in uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yes. great can movie. I, I love that movie. Can I bring Good. light to the subject? Sure. About Larry. Mm-hmm. A coworker of mine today was telling me about their friend's cat named Larry. The cat is named Larry because it was born with laryngitis and has had it its whole life. Is and that is that a real thing? I, I, I was wondering the same thing. I didn't get to research it, but they were telling me. So that, what is that? Yes. That's yeah. what I was just about to try. Yes. Oh. Exactly right. Poor kitty cat. But Poor apparently Larry. it's. So cute. Meow. 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 Uh, wait, yeah, wait. Meow. It more sounds like a meow. Yeah. Meow. We watched an old movie last night that I turned on. Oh, so good. Um, Sweet Melissa, do you want... Do you remember the name? What was the film? It's a Streetcar Called Desire. No, Streetcar Street Named Desire. Desire. Damn it. I always called it Called, and last night I realized it was Named <sighs> Marlon Brando. How come That's I right. thought it was called? A, a young, handsome, not weird, unbridled, not weird, not weird yet. In Apocalypse Now, he was weird. Oh yeah, they, they, you, you read about that. He was really. He didn't read the script or the book. No, really? and he no. was overweight for the film. It, they, he they was... had to change everything. What? Shot. For yes. Him. Yes. Well, Marlon was shit was... in the bed on that one. That, there, there's Apocalypse... a great documentary on that. Called uh, Hardy like, Duckins. What's that? Yeah, but wasn't like the the production, like the set was like even like bad. Because what what I heard like stuff about Martin Sheen on set, like didn't he like almost die? He he, he had a what? massive heart attack on the set and uh, was and then so that stopped production for about a month. And about the time he came back, uh, a typhoon had ripped through and just wiped out everything. Listen, Francis Ford Coppola had a nervous breakdown making this movie. It absolutely uh, took him years to huh. come back from it, uh, so mentally and financially. It, co- it, it cost him so much money. 
there's a great documentary his wife actually put out called Heart of Darkness, which wow. is actually the name of the novel that book's that movie's based off. Mm. Um, but uh, Streetcar Named Desire. I mean, folks, if you haven't seen it, treat yourself. Classic cinema. Uh, the birth of modern acting and uh, the method style. Tennessee Williams, man. What a playwright. It's genre is called Southern Gothic. Yes. Somehow. I mean, I kind of saw it the more I watched. Yep. Gothic. Well, I'll, I'll, Tennessee Williams always based things down in the deep, deep South. And this one's in the right in the heart of the French quarters in the summer, the heat. It's so good though. I don't, that was talent right there. Well, that's it's all idea. Kind of like our show, it's all talent. It's all talent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, don't make me get that slide whistle. Uh-oh. Practice makes Harry perfect. Styles. Yes, Harry Styles. Us and Harry Styles were about equivalent. Mm-hmm. I have more hair. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> Well, so there it is. There it is. It's another week in the can. So don't get kicked in the can. Subway, thanks for joining us. Big Ed, sweet Melissa. Good night. Women and children first. Keep the shiny side up, greasy side down. Peace. Adios. Yeah!